0: Okay, policy access. Applicable endorsements annualised premium. I need a translator.
1: Sometimes it's like insurance providers speak a different language. With OnPust Insurance you get easy to understand quotes and humans who speak plain English. For our best car and home quotes visit OnPustInsurance.ie. Acceptance criteria terms and conditions apply. One Direct Ireland Limited trading as OnPust Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. One Direct Ireland Limited is a wholly owned subsidiary of OnPust. Home insurance underwritten by Aviva Insurance Ireland DAC. The accident up right there. Yeah. Someone got hurt. They did. A lady. She broke her neck. Oh my god! But you can see her. Yes. Where is she?
0: Standing next to my window.
1: Welcome to second take podcast review of The Sixth Sense, starring Bruce Willis, Haley Joel Osmond, and Toni Collette, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Baby, why are you shaking? Cole, what's wrong? Did you ever talk to your mom about how things are? I don't tell her things. Why not? Because she doesn't look at me like everybody else, and I don't want her to. I don't want her to know. Know what?
0: Want me to do things for them? I think that they know that you're one of these very rare people who can see them. So you need to help them.
1: What if they don't want to help?
0: I don't think that's the way it works.
1: How do you know for sure? Is anyone there? I'm ready to, comu- to communicate now? Oh God, apparently I'm not.
0: Hi, it's me, Seb. We should hang it in the bathroom. I'm Andy Shoslow.
1: And none of us said the one line. Of course we, not. Because <laughs> it was you in the trailer
0: 17 times. You can't do it. You can't <laughs> say that line.
1: It's gone. It, it's it is ruined forever.
0: Forbo- it, it, is, it is in cliche forbidden land.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> welcome to our review of The Sixth Sense. Oh my God, I really can't speak today. This is going to be a great episode. Um... Alex is not here again because, as we established earlier, he's a big Freddy cat, and every time there's a horror movie that rocks up, despite loving them, he runs away. It's not that scary. No, it's not d- at all. Not at all.
0: And I don't remember it being a horror.
1: I, I say horror. It's about it's about ghosts. That's about horror. I mean, The Shining is more of a horror than this, and The Shining's a thriller.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. But it's, I've, I've seen it build as a horror. Really, this one. And I guess so there's a couple of
1: gory shots, but the, even though there was gonna The Shining. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. But they're more wounds than anything. You know, nothing, nothing is shown. Unlike next week, we're doing the happening. <laughs> nothing is shown to to be. You know, the wounds aren't being created. They're just wounds that exist. They're you know severe burns or gunshot wounds or cuts or, or even the
1: one the, the gunshot, is like the one wound we see created.
0: Yeah. You don't see anybody blowing their head off. No, you just see the. the oh, even the, the gun gunshot—the
1: blood comes out of the other side rather than the front. Like they even like lean away from having like a lot of gore on on Willis when he's shot. I noticed.
0: I mean, there is a pool of blood
1: behind him. Yeah, that's as right. as opposed to traditionally. I mean, a movie you get shot and then you look down at your stomach and it's just like red. No, they even <laughs> like shied away from that and just had like lingering and then the blood at the back. It's, anyway, it was it's fine. It was more just like, yeah, they were really hesitant to show much um, much blood. How did you first see this film? Oh, I was in high school. I'm talking like this again. Okay, this is funny enough. Did you see it in a theater or no. on video oh, at home? On video. This is actually finally, uncoincidentally, the 20th anniversary of the film. We're watching it. Oh,
0: it is too. 2019, yeah. of course. We
1: did it. <laughs> we did it. Not intentionally, but here we are. Um, But, you know, I saw it, let's say, 19 years ago. Right, And then again, a couple of days ago, not, nothing in between. <laughs> so it's been a big stint. Not because I didn't like it, but when you know, you know. Yes. And I, I, I'll talk. I actually think this movie's a little bit better when you know. but
0: You know, I, I was going to say exactly the same thing. I've, I too have only seen it for the second time uh, just recently mm. since watching it when it first came out. And I think I enjoyed it more this time. Yeah. Not just because you kind of know where it's going and it doesn't matter because it's just done so well all the way through. The rest of the story is so much more engrossing than the twist. And the twist is still nice. It's still satisfying, even though you know it's coming.
1: And Um, honestly, it's one of those ones where, unlike other Shyamalan films we'll talk about, where the twist (laughs) kind of comes out (laughs) of nowhere, this one is... Or it doesn't make any sense. That's true. (laughs) This one makes perfect sense within within the, the movie's logic and was always in front of your face the entire time throughout the film. Yeah. So if you weren't looking for a twist you didn't see it coming but now that you are it's all it's a very it's very nicely put together
0: i think it's his best film i think
1: yeah i mean i personal taste i still prefer signs but really? signs is one of my favorite movies we'll cover this when uh, i just i know Death I match know, and but- and you but yeah um but no um, this is bad i just really like signs i don't know mel gibson He's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mel Gibson's, like, he's a fine actor. Yeah, he's a good actor,
1: because I should clarify. Good actor, possible trash human.
0: I guess Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson and, and Willis are contemporaries. Yeah. Mel yeah. Gibson was never an action star. Not as much as Willis was. No. No. Is Willis is famous for Die Hard whereas Braveheart I guess Mel Gibson L- Lethal Weapon is the, oh, yeah, the, the actioniest and- thing he's, he's famous for
1: Lethal Weapon Die Hard and um oh, there was one more movie out at the same time but I don't kind of all similar for me yeah. right? but
0: Willis I, I think of as an action star but Mel Gibson, I think of him and I don't.
1: Maybe because of Braveheart. I think Mel Gibson, I think, more likely to have an Oscar <laughs> than I yeah, think, yeah, think yeah, is more fine. likely to not have hair. Um, oh. that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. That or Ruining Die Hard. Continuously, he's ruined it more than he saved it.
0: That's the producer's fault for continuing to buy scripts. That's his fault for saying yes. Ordering new films. <laughs> no, somebody says, I want to give you a paycheck – it's not his fault he's, he's <laughs> that they're coming at him like
1: that. No, no, we were just took taking orders. We we're just doing what we're told. It's not our fault. Is that That's meant to be a German accent? I don't yeah. know. Um.
0: And besides, there's probably some contract stipulation that said if you guys ever make another Die Hard, you have to Offer me try Christ. and get me yeah. uh, in on it.
1: And right a first refusal or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that
0: doesn't mean that he wants to make more necessarily. It's just to protect
1: the brand. Oh, but. Well, we should have yeah, thought about that. Keep those royalties ago. coming. Well, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. All right. Do we have any lovely stats on this one before we move on to the trivia?
0: Yes. Popular,
1: it is. <laughs> it is a popular film. I'm not.
0: I guess I was. I was surprised by how popular it is. I remember at the time it was a big hit. Mm. Um, not. I. I think it. As I'm remembering it, it was. Everybody was blown away by the twist. Which isn't like this mega huge surprise, but it's just such a well-crafted film, well cast, well acted, well everything just worked in this one. That's why I say it's it's Shyamalan's best Mm. film. Uh, That the just immersed in all that. It's like a flower, right? An ordinary. Whatever mediocre flower, but it's in a bed of these prize-winning whatevers. It's going to look a lot better. Yeah, it's going to you know you, you're going to remember it more more fondly than just it on its own in a big pile of crap. Yep, you know it'll stand out, but it won't look very nice no, I, necessarily. <laughs> so I I remember the 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 reveal being the big uh, the big draw to the film. Everybody was just blown away by oh my god, he's been dead the whole time. Mm.
1: Yep. No, come on, you've had twenty years to watch <laughs> no, 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 it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, if you somehow don't know, this is like people still don't of know that like Dumbledore dies. I'm like, well, what? Well, how dare you? <laughs> Who's
0: Dumbledore? Um,
1: I, I think he's the Sean Bean one from War of the Rings. Re- <laughs> <laughs>
0: actually, there was a nice meme flying around of Sean Bean holding up, uh, uh, holding up a little card saying, "Don't, don't kill me anymore." Yeah, and, and refusing roles that, <laughs> that, that actually- have him die. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> But so that's what was popular at the time. Um, So I'm surprised to see that it still has an 8.1 on IMDb. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, it has an 86% critical score and a 90% audience score. Mm. So back in the days when the two were one in the same, (laughs) where where critics and, and, and audiences acted collectively. Yep. Not today, if you subscribe to some conspiracies where... The ratings are just bought because there's a wide discrepancy between audience I, and critics in some films. I just
1: think it's a whole fake news mentality. People don't trust the uh, the media in general. Yeah, and I think that's and the, there's good it, reason. It for has that. nothing to do with the checks that we receive <laughs> from Disney. Okay? It's, those are beside the point. Those are just like that's, that's just just saying good job, guys. They're not saying tell us that we did a good job, guys. <laughs> it's different. But
0: in in being surprised that it's that high, I also think it's completely verified. That is it's completely justified that oh, it's, yeah. that, that it is that high. It still
1: is a good movie. I don't think it's a controversial call for us to say this is a yeah, it's no. a good movie. It's liked for a reason. And if you
0: haven't seen it in a while, do mm. because it's really and it's on stand. At so the moment anyway.
1: I went back I always watched Shutter Island. I love that movie. Yeah. And that's another fun film where the twist kind of works in your favor second time around. It works better in this film second time around though. This film has a lot more hidden foreshadowing that you can kind of have fun with spotting. Shutter yes. Island has a couple of interesting ways of doing it, which I really like. But yeah, the best way is there's one out of the two. As in like, just from that perspective. Exactly right. Well, should we move on to the trivia then? I think
0: so. Riddle
1: me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It
0: is Wednesday, my dudes. Not a small budget, but not a big budget either. $40 million was the budget in 1999.
1: This was his third movie. Oh, really? Yeah, so he did like... I'll I'll pull them up while you're doing your thing. The two movies he did, we have mentioned previously... In this Shyamalan series of death that we're doing.
0: We talked about Shyamalan before, and the guy makes money. Yes. He makes studios. Even for his band films, he still makes money. And this one, unsurprisingly, made a crap ton of money. $40 million budget and a worldwide gross of 672. I'm sure with royalties still ongoing because of its popularity on streaming services. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So before this, he did a movie called Praying with Anger, which I, from memory, did like No no one would have seen it. It It would have just done like your film festivals and shit. And actually he was the main actor in it as well as the director and the writer as well. An alienated Americanized teenager of East Indian heritage is sent back to India where he discovers not only his roots, but a lot about himself.
0: What does Shyamalan have to do with India?
1: He's Indian. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Um, And then a movie called Wide Awake. Um, I think I've
0: heard of that one, but I haven't seen it.
1: It's on Amazon Prime, apparently, right now. Oh, wow, excellent. Um, a 10-year-old boy goes on a search for God after his grandfather dies. Mm. And that was also written and directed okay. by Shyamalan. But then Sixth Sense came out. Like He's worked with... N- no offense to these actors that are in these roles, but he's worked with a bunch of nobodies and then suddenly gets to cast Bruce Willis in a film. Like so, There was a big disparity, a big jump between the, those first two films and just The Sixth Sense.
0: Was Bruce Willis doing much at the time? Like, I know... Travolta also had a little bit of a comeback in the '90s, like with Face Off, yeah, um, and 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 Broken Arrow. Before that, he wasn't doing much. Was this Bruce Willis's uh, Pulp Fiction kind of comeback? No, I know Pulp Fiction came out. Um, oh
1: no, no, uh, no. is this uh, his Pulp Fiction for like? Sorry, I meant like how Travolta was kind of floundering and then did Pulp Fiction. Like, was it his like Renaissance film that brought him back into public eye?
0: Well, when was Pulp Fiction? That was early '90s. Ninety? No, Reservoir Dogs was '92 pop fiction was what 95 96 I
1: think Willows was doing fine Okay, I am just looking now so 1997 so this film came out in 99 97 he did pop, the Pulp fifth element
0: oh, right, yeah 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 so he'd been he'd been working
1: 1998 Armageddon yeah big blockbuster that's true and then 99 6 sense it, it, I mean he he had movies in between Stuff that you might have heard of, might not have, but it seems like he just had like a couple of side, and then two thousand Unbreakable. So he did like a whole nine yards.
0: Maybe it was a, maybe it was a project he was interested in. Yeah, or maybe he just wanted to work.
1: I'd say he dropped May- off after <laughs> maybe
0: like Nick Cage. He just likes making movies, except he picks good ones.
1: After Unbreakable and the Whole Nine Yards, I'd then say his career floundered because I'm like looking through and I'm like, okay, <laughs> so where'd you do on Rugrat? Rugrats. He played the dog.
0: Actually, speaking very quickly about John Travolta, um, I was watching uh, Red Letter Media, the Half in the Bank show recently. They did um, a review of The Fanatic, yeah, which is a new film with John Travolta. Not widely released, but not really well received at all. Yeah, and bit of a bit of an indie film.
1: The The Fanatic, sorry. The, the Fanatic. I watched um, the Red Letter Media. Yeah, yeah, that, that's oh, exactly I watched what it, yeah. I was yeah. like, what is this yeah. shenanigans?
0: Oh, it seems weird. I love that they called John Travolta the Nicholas Cage of actors.
1: I thought that was a good <laughs> call. That's very funny. <laughs> I would have I loved uh, to see that movie because it seems so strange.
0: How do you reckon Travolta would have
1: gone in this role? As in how they approached him for it?
0: it no, no, no. As in for Malcolm instead of Willis. If it, oh, if this if role. Travolta, sorry. Yeah.
1: Oh. I, I think I've, he could
0: have pulled it off. He's... he's a, I like Travolta. I think he's a pretty good actor.
1: As long as you don't take it... Big. I think a lot of actors could pull this off. Yeah. Bruce Willis puts a good performance, and I don't take, away, oh, take yeah, that away yeah, from yeah. him. But also Bruce Willis doesn't give a performance that is ungiveable <laughs> by any other actor ever. You know, like, you could put... Literally, I, can, I I, could put Stallone in this role. I I'd Actually, out of Stallone and Travolta <laughs> and and him, I'd say put Stallone in this role because I think he... Oh no, I well, like no it has
0: to be someone with clear speech. Stallone is a, a fine actor, but this film is right, a you're lot right. of talking. Yeah. Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> Out of like that action movie
1: group though, maybe Gibson is the best it's, choice. <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, Mel Gibson could have, um, I think he could have done it.
1: Yeah, Mel Gibson. Um, Oh, I would kill for the jean Claude Van Damme version though. <laughs> or the freaking, um. oh no, I've forgotten his name. He played the second or third, no, the third Batman. Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. <laughs> That's a bad <laughs> choice. I found it in Hollywood. Mel- Val Kilmer could have done it. You yeah. reckon? Yeah. Maybe modern, I think old Val Kilmer. Maybe. I don't know, man.
0: As in chubby Van Kilmer? Yeah, I
1: what? reckon he'd be good for it. I don't know.
0: I think he could have pulled it off in any way. Oh, shit. It's not have, a it's have not complex seen, role. Have you ever seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he he's in that. He's not particularly action-y in that, but he's good.
1: Okay, Ryan Reynolds is a bad choice. I Why? found it. Why? I don't think he could play it serious. No, he's a
0: good dramatic actor. Oh,
1: maybe he can be. Comedians tend to be quite... Good comedians tend
0: to be quite, oh, but quite Bill, good at dramatic Bill actor. Hader,
1: back when we are doing yeah. it, Chapter 2...
0: Actually, yeah, yeah he, good was, stuff. he was a knockout. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm anyway. saying
1: is, Bruce Willis, you're very replaceable. No, <laughs> but you well, did good. <laughs> what, what I wanted to say... No, I think Bruce Willis is perfectly
0: mm. cast in it. And I think, I, I suspect Sixth Sense, because it was such a hit, that may have cursed Shyamalan later on. Because it was such a hit, later on, people were willing to fling money his way and ask fewer questions, mm-hmm. right? So he got away with...
1: A lady in the water, doing, which I love, but yeah. doing
0: some really weird stuff. Whereas this one, I think, is well crafted because there were a lot of people around him, kind of you know, either either being um, pushing back on, on some of the wilder stuff or just refining things and, and, and just. Crafting it so that it's a really nice, tight movie.
1: Well, after this, I mean, everyone's seen like the headlines, um, like the, the old newspapers, and people are like speculating is Shyamalan like this generation Spielberg? Right, yeah. And it makes you wonder if he got all this free reign after this one film, what free reign does Spielberg have, and what is he not doing with it? <laughs> because the Spielberg movie is always like, a, to be fair, a Shyamalan movie is also a Shyamalan movie, but he's not doing anything crazy, crazy.
0: No. And and to be fair, Shyamalan still keeps getting work because he brings the money in. Yeah. You can be you know <laughs> Adam Sandler, perfect example. I don't find a lot of his more recent films, like of, of the last twenty years, even particularly funny or particularly good in mm. any way, but he has an audience, he has he has a following and his films make money. That's why he gets to keep working. He's apparently And that's that's exactly the reason why you should keep working, is if people find value in it.
1: He's apparently got some like Oscar trash coming up at the moment. I can't remember what he's, it was. No, he's he's, he's apparently in some have film. Have you ever that seen Punch Drunk Love? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. He, he can do good, good, good stuff. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. capable of a little bit of good in their lives. <laughs> it's just whether well they will do it or not.
0: <laughs> so speaking of good, Haley Joel Osmond, a terrific child actor. Um, and have you seen him act as an adult?
1: Yes, but not in the film that you'd want me to.
0: Uh, sex Education? Tusk. Oh right, okay. Yeah. The, the Kevin Smith um
1: turning a man into a walrus movie. Ah
0: right, okay.
1: Yep. He's yeah. in that as a um as a podcaster actually.
0: <laughs> no, I saw him in sex education where he again plays a teacher who kind of has this class of down and outs and it's a sex ed class.
1: He has a big head. Okay. As in, like his head no, is uh, large. Yeah, yeah, I like, yeah, no, his I, ego seems to be in check. That's no, an f- issue. A physically
0: big head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just an
1: observation. Or yeah. every time I see it, I'm like, wow, his head is maybe big.
0: He's a good actor. Though. Seems like a nice guy. A <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the speculation is that he got this role for three reasons. First, he was obviously the the best auditionee. Mm. Um, second, he was the only uh, auditionee for the for the role of Cole. Who wore a tie,
1: yep. which appealed Ooh. to to
0: Shyamalan, and when Shyamalan asked him, uh, "Have you prepared for the part?" he responded, "I read it three times last night." Mm. And Shyamalan just confirmed. So he read the part three times last night. He said, "No, no, no, no. I read the script three times last <coughs> night, and just and just loved it. That's he good. Who it was uh, M- Michael Sarah was another uh, auditionee for it's, it's the first Are film. They he They around to the same for. age, yeah, ish." sort of no, this, was, this was 99 this was 20 years ago
1: i, I just think of them as so different people
0: <sighs> i know right <laughs> but yeah, he's he's still a young guy um he he auditioned for it and retrospectively he's he, he's looked back on it and 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 said yeah i i auditioned with the scene um oh god what what scene is it it's not the coin or maybe it is the coin yes it's 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 the magic trick where, um, where Ma- Malcolm is doing that crappy magic trick, trying to be funny. Yeah. And Michael Cera says of himself that he played it too lightheartedly because he hadn't read the script. He didn't realize that uh, Cole was supposed to be this introverted, mm. uh, uh, quiet kid. Hmm. They're the like same him. age. They're the same age. There Both in um,
1: 1988.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he was you know, nine or 11, yeah. around, around 10 years old when, when, this, was, uh, when this was made. Um, it's another film of Shyamalan's that's filmed in sequence. Yep. I can understand why a director would want to do that. Uh, I mean, like a theatre show, it's always, you, you rehearse it in parts, but then when it comes to the dress rehearsals, you're doing it all in sequence. Yeah. So you, you follow the story, you, you build and, and follow that emotion. I would have thought because of the length of a film, um, the length of a shoot of a film, um, it wouldn't. Matter so much whether you're doing it in sequence or not because it's broken up by everybody. Okay, we're wrapping this scene for for today. Everybody, go home and rest. And whatever emotional build up you have, it's just lost. I mean, it depends at, at the end of the day. So it wouldn't matter what you're filming the next day because you have to build yourself up again so you can build yourself up for any scene.
1: I mean, I'd say locations a huge. Yeah. Pardon that. I mean, okay, I've got a small project coming up myself, and we've got two locations. And if you think. Is any fucking chance we're going to film <laughs> in spot A, go to spot B to return to spot A to return to spot No, no, like, no. That's, yeah, but that's, we're that's do, insane. We're going to do but the interior one, one thing, whether yeah. that be scene one, five, and seven, yeah. and then every other scene that's outside, outside. Like, we're yeah. not going to fuck around with. And that, that's but, imagine that on a huge scale, though. Imagine yeah. that for five, for an hour or two but, hours of runtime. But
0: as you watch the film, I don't think there are any locations apart from Willis. Uh, Turning, turning that door to the to the cellar. Mm. I don't think there are any other shots, any other locations that are repeated later on. It it, it, it The film keeps keep yeah. keeps moving to a new place, and even the when church once, the street one, yeah.
1: yeah. like I think so. The, the restaurant.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it just it just keeps moving, and even in um Cole's own house, first it's the living room, then it's the then it's the kitchen, then it's his bedroom, and it, it just keeps the film keeps on moving. It doesn't repeat the scenes very often. So you can get away with shooting in a sequence because you just book, yep. you know, or build. There's soundstage here. The, yeah, 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 and you've got it for them. But it just seems an unnecessary hassle. I don't know. I've, I've never made a film, so I don't know whether it's it adds anything to the to the production to film it in sequence or if it's just some little gimmick that, you know, everybody buys into it.
1: I mean, it might you know, be it e- easier for the actors depending on what the roles are. That's just, I mean... See, I'm not
0: so sure. If you were doing it all in a day, I could buy it. Mm. You know, or, or or a shorter time, but you know, you're talking about a month of of of, of shoots where you you go home at night, you're reading your script to, to prepare for the next morning. It doesn't yeah. matter what you're shooting the next day because you have to prepare for it.
1: Chance Star, if you're listening, <laughs> correct well, us, please. Just yeah. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Tell us how wrong we are. I mean, my assumptions are yeah, it's just location issues for why you would want to not shoot in sequence, depending on what the actual. the the actual um, film is, but also just for actors' continuity, like their personal continuity. Yeah, possibly. But also maybe Shyamalan, first proper big film, it's probably just easier to keep track of what you're doing as the guy running the film if it's all in order rather than you having to sit back at each scene. Also, what we'll talk about, there's a lot of like colouring in this film to hint certain things at certain Mm. times. Stuff that they actually went and digitally changed before releasing the film. So the color red was used to symbolize, you know, death in this film quite a bit. I d- and they I d- took I d- it d- out of places that it was naturally in yes. to make sure it was only in places where it was meant to be symbolizing these things. I
0: see, okay. Yeah. But I didn't pick up on it the first time watching it, mm. but as he's uh, as as Cole in in the scene where he realizes that the um, Malcolm where he realizes that Cole is telling the truth is he's listening back to his recording. From from Vincent mm. uh, when he was when he was a child, and he's increasing the volume on his on his tape recorder, and it goes from from white to red mm. as, as the numbers increase. I, d- I didn't pick up on that the first time. Mm. Good stuff. I did this time, and it looks good. Yeah, yeah. Sets the scene. And the whole scene is beautiful. So Shyamalan pitched it originally as a mix between The Exorcist and Extraordinary People. Yeah. I I haven't seen Extraordinary People. I don't yeah. know what that what that is. But The Exorcist I have, and I didn't get an Exorcist vibe from this. No, they have, they're very different feelings. Cole isn't possessed.
1: That's also true. You
0: know, And and other than being about the supernatural, I don't think they have much in common. Yeah. But, hey, it was his pitch. Yep. And in an early draft, uh, Malcolm was a police photographer, not a child psychologist. Ah. Oh. So he would have... Perhaps the idea was that he would, you know, go back to crime scene photos and pick up on clues... As to, then why is he you talking know. to this kid? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Maybe there was some yeah, something some involved.
1: Other arbitrary reason for it.
0: And uh, last one I've got. Yeah, damn straight, it's popular because in the year 2000, this film was rented 80 million Ooh. times on VHS and DVD, making it that year's top-rated uh, rental film.
1: Let me translate that for the modern audience. It was streamed <laughs> eighty million times for a cost. <laughs> Not for free. you, you, you pay for streaming. No, I'm saying specifically they paid for this. Like, yeah, as in like they didn't just like it wasn't just downloaded eighty million times. No, but you can still it, was, you can it still was rented via YouTube.
0: Yeah, you can <laughs> still pay for films individually.
1: Oh, no, I no, yeah. I'm just, just modernizing it. <laughs> <laughs> well okay, shall we move on to babies then? Please. Asta La Vista baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah. Yeah, baby! Yeah!
0: I struggled a little with this one Mm -hmm. because I haven't seen many films like this. Certainly there are a lot of ghost films, and ghost is one of my my picks, just because it is about a guy who dies early in the film. Okay, you you don't... Realize it in, in the Sixth Sense, but he does in in Ghost, and he's just pottering about with something left to finish before before he stops being a ghost, before he can stop being a ghost yep. and bothering the human world. Uh, so Ghost and uh, the TV show Supernatural, because okay. uh, as the as the film progresses, <coughs> as Cole sort of comes to understand his his power and his and his role in the world, I guess, uh, yeah, he begins to, I, I, I presume. After this, you know, in in, in the logical consequence of, of the universe, he goes on to then help or talk through with other ghosts, and you know, help help them realize that they're dead or solve the the mystery of their death or whatever. Because he presents the the, the tape
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the to the girl's father to to show that the stepmother was poisoning her. Yeah. Okay. Which is a horrible thing. Yeah. But then he becomes this hero. He's got this power. He can investigate genuinely the, the, the paranormal and tied back to actual stuff that happened on Earth.
1: Yeah. Mine are a bit different. Shutter Would, Island is one of mine. Oh uh, really? Why? Um just honestly the whole one character thinks they're one thing for the entire ah, film. Nice. But, yeah. But that's the easy one. Yeah. <laughs> the hard one to explain is it follows. Okay. Tonally. Honestly. I just felt totally I both films kind of feel like you're just walking through a dream. Do you get know that vibe? Like it just feels sort of that weird detachment. I can't, I'm going to call it that indie indie film vibe, where it just feels a little bit surreal. No, um, I'll say
0: I didn't have that impression. And if it was get, it was a straight thriller, as far as I'm concerned. Okay.
1: And if you are to get a little bit meta, I'm going to also say use of colors. Um, in it follows they used white to symbolize it, whatever it was. Um, always coming to them, always dressed in white or or okay. naked. The use of white and also use of red in that film. And this film's use of red as well, but that's more like a, I'm down to the fact that the, the the person that's doing the set dressing is very particular. <laughs> um, but no, just tonally, um, it was the kind of the plot of Shutter Island, but with the tone of it follows with the, yeah, I don't know. I Just what came to me. Yeah, very good. Can't explain why more than that. Well, what I can do though <laughs> is hit the tweets button. Let's do it. And today I'm going to read
0: it to you. Sports in it?
1: Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles.
0: Having trouble talking with your spouse? Open up a new live co- a line of communication with Knockout, of the no smell, no, st- no tell sleeping pill. Results maximized if already dead. Hashtag close your eyes and open wide.
1: That's terrible, <laughs> Jake, you, should, you should feel bad about that. <laughs> oh goodness, I had this. I actually did have this, but I didn't write it down, of course, but I ought to write it down. Of
0: course not. Why would you want to have a record mm-hmm. of your thoughts when you can just try and remember them live on air?
1: Yeah, it was like, that's so brilliant. I will not forget it. And here we are. <laughs> um, crap, Seb, you got this. It was about the weird boy with the weird head.
0: Maybe you need a memory pill, Seb.
1: Maybe I do need a memory pill. <gasps> Maybe I can talk to you in your sleep. Maybe that's how you can remember it. I'm, I, I do talk in my sleep when spoken to. <laughs> so you're, you'll, you'll hear things you won't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Andrew! Get out of my house. Um. Okay. Okay. I can do this. This is the Star Wars kid, right? Who? Haley Joel Osment. No, he's not the Star no. Wars kid. Why do I think he's the Star Wars kid? No.
0: What's his name? I've forgotten his name. Who's
1: the Star Wars kid?
0: Uh, oh, this N- is embarrassing.
1: No. Are they different?
0: Yeah, of course they're, they're, they're different. Oh, yeah, because
1: the Star Wars kid's buff now. Yeah, no, Who's the Star Wars oh, God, kid? I can't
0: remember his name. I'm deeply embarrassed. Well,
1: listen, this is not the Star Wars kid. <laughs> I guess where I'm going.
0: Does he have three names too? I can't remember. My God. The no. only thing that's coming to mind is Hayden Christensen. I know I know it. I know I know it. Yeah,
1: I'm going to have to look that up. Um, well, here,
0: no. Let's make it a challenge. Let's see if we can remember by the end of the episode. Oh, no. We'll just scream it out and then everybody will go, okay. aha.
1: I've not seen it. I have not seen it. <laughs> oh, that's so frustrating. <laughs> but I thought it was a Star Wars kid the entire time, so my tweet probably well, didn't make sense. Billy Elliot. No, it's not Billy
0: Elliot. It's not Billy Elliot. But
1: that yeah. was a good guess. I'll come back to this. A
0: good first guess. I can't think
1: of it. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Now I'm just so up cool with this freaking kid's name. All right. I'll come back to this. Um, good or bad first? I've got only got a few bad things to we'll, say. We'll start with that. Yep. Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this.
0: So the opening um, is just... Credits to a dark screen mm. uh, with some music playing, not even an overture, just some, just an orchestra playing. It's a little bit boring. It sets, sets the scene, but I would have thought it's a film, so why aren't there, why aren't I being, I'm being shown something? Even just establishing the city or the house mm. or something, but it's just. A dark screen and the credits rolling. It's kind of boring.
1: I feel like you've made this complaint about a lot of his films, though, because uh, we're talking about The how- Happening
0: has clouds, right? And I'm Ooh. only saying that because we're we're watching it n- next yeah. week. But <clears throat> but it has clouds, and at least that's something. This is a film. Well, you need something on screen.
1: I think you made the same comment about Unbreakable opening, and no, I was no, uh, at least a- I said Unbreakable has a better theme song <laughs> than this.
0: It's a film, so take the time to. Use it and tell me something. I'm not disagreeing. Set the mood to do, but I'm just saying. Just I think it's
1: just his style. Which this is trust me. This is the better version of his style. Yeah. We're going to see the bad version of his style next week. It's true. I'm very excited for the happening. You not?
0: No. I've seen the happening, Seb. No, no, me too. I'm not excited. It's about pretty the happening. funny. No, it's not. It's I tragic. chose.
1: It's a tragedy. Despite being told not to, I chose <laughs> to watch it like it was a comedy. It was pretty good
0: we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um the opening's good. Yeah. Of um uh of Malcolm and and his wife there, he's got the award and he's a little bit drunk, you know, they're kind of flirty and they're mm-hmm. just being a good couple. Uh, and then the there's a they realize there's a break-in. There's a half-naked you know. man. It's a good story. It's yeah. a, you know, it's it's telling you a lot as it's going on, a little bit of foreshadowing as well for uh, uh, for, for the ending, but the close ups are just so damn annoying. Yep. The, Whether where the, the face takes up the entire frame of the show, it's so annoying.
1: Yep. Once again, it, I mean, not to, I'm not trying to salvage this. It's his style I and know it is he annoying. Does it.
0: Yeah. 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 It
1: belongs in the bad. Absolutely. Uh, no, no. I, I 100% <laughs> agree. And I can't wait to cover it in great <laughs> detail <laughs> next week for the happening.
0: And the, other, the only other bad note I had, I know. It's a decision for, for the chari- because of how the character works. Right, Malcolm's Malcolm's dead, so of course he's not restricted to behaving in the way that people normally would. Mm. But he's just sitting on the park bench with a bunch of notes, waiting for Cole to come out of his door. Is that how child psychologist? I mean, he still is going around normally, as far as he's concerned. Is it normal for them to? behave indistinguishably from a stalker or from a
1: predator. I just assume way, if you're any kind of um And then he starts walking after him. He just goes
0: <laughs> It's such a bizarre scene. I mean it's it's the only scene where I was thrown out of the movie and and and, and, and was thinking, why is this why was this a, a decision made? Why is he doing it this way? You know, there's no setup with with the mother. It's not like he has an appointment time or something. Oh, He can't. No, I know, and in his mind, it's all imagined. Yeah, but in his
1: time, in his mind, he probably has an appointment.
0: Yeah, quite. Yeah, quite possibly. Or, or you know, all that all that stuff is filled in the background, but we're not told, as the audience, mm. we're left to you know fill in the gaps ourselves and assume things. But it's told in such a way that no, he's, you know. He, He's got some. He's got some appointment folder. He was meant to meet with this kid or, or, or whatever, and it was unresolved from from before he from before he died, but now he just shows up, and that's completely appropriate, you know.
1: Yeah, it is weird. It's
0: just it's just bizarre. It's, it's just a little moment where you kind of think, ah, oh, why is it working that way? Because that's not the way it would have worked in real life. Even even normally for him it wouldn't have worked that way.
1: My only question is, and I don't need an answer. The film doesn't ask for this answer, but I, how did he find the kid?
0: Well, that, that's what I'm saying. He, he he was probably some some kid that he did you know a, a client that he did research on because he was going to. See this kid because he was a renowned or mm. renowned child psychologist. The mother's having problems with him. He's being referred to by the mm. school or whatever. So he's got a dossier on him. He just died before he had a chance to actually meet him.
1: Was that set up in the original scene by any chance? I only asked this because
0: no, I, I'm 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 just filling that in uh, after the fact. But as far as he's concerned, life has gone on as normal. Yeah, he he was shot, but he got over it. And then there's just this year-long or, or months-long gap that, you know, has been filled in in his mind as far as he's concerned. He's just stopped talking with his wife. All the other little things that don't make sense are being mm. excused away as his wife becoming distant from him because she's now interested in this other guy. Yep. Um, and he's just become absorbed in his work. So, of course, he would go back to his files that were already well, existing. This
1: is why that's my question. And this is not necessarily a bad thing. I'm just putting it here because it makes sense. Um so all the clothes he wears in this film, it's the same outfit. Yeah. He's always wearing the same clothes. He does change into a sweatshirt, but he's given that sweatshirt the scene that he dies. That's right. So all very clever. He's using, he's only wearing and using objects that he had at the time of death. Where's the dossier from? That's why I was like, was it set up in the first scene? I, don't know, well, no, I can't because remember.
0: He, it. Because he goes into his cellar and he's interacting with his Latin dictionary and all, and all the other stuff. So it would just be you know papers that he would have in his office
1: downstairs. Which is fake anyway. No, not fake. It. I mean, he, he. But he's interacting in his mind, not actually well, physically obviously he's there. not That's actually I mean. shuffling yeah, yeah.
0: papers around because you know either. Yeah, the wife just boarded it up. So how is he getting in the room? Yeah. if he's not walking through walls. But yeah.
1: Okay. Good. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> like. right. Um. Good then. Or do any more bad?
0: Well, no, because ghosts do in in, in this universe they do interact with the real world. Because yes, the little girl hiding under the yeah. bed. Yeah, it pushes the pushes the the, the box with the tape towards uh, towards Cole.
1: Yeah, and he gets angry when he sees his wife out with that man later, and yeah. uh, the door slams. Like yeah. they, they can. And
0: Cole gets scratched and, and and bruised and beaten. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's like oh, it's emotionally emotionally based. Like it's when the, when the ghosts are like when he has that revelation that he's a ghost at the end, for example. He's been around his wife that entire time. It's only then she starts breathing, you know, out you know, mist from because of how cold it is. Ah, because he's getting emotional.
0: Because Malcolm is the audience in this film, and we don't see anything until he sees it. Yep. So when it's established that the ghosts only see what they want to see, mm. and then that's reverberated in the in, in the narration later on, yep. that's when we start to see what's actually going on. But she is, you know, constantly
1: Rugged up. Rugged
0: up and cold all the time and, you know, adjusting the thermostats. Yeah. Mm. All right, awesome. So the clues are there.
1: It's, everything is there. It's, it's, it's surprisingly clever. <laughs> it
0: really is. Yep. So what better segue? Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Make my day. It by! Top of the world! How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! Clever is an appropriate word to use mm. for this film
1: it's it's honestly it's very easy to see why people assumed he was this you know the the second coming of christ in film like after this film because you're like wow it's it's very well put together
0: yes but that's difficult when it's your magnum opus and Nothing you ever do. <laughs> Why <laughs> is no one we'll saying be Edgar be Wright
1: good. is the second coming of Spielberg Jesus? Like his it will films ruin are consist- keep Quiet, Seb. You may have already jinxed it because <laughs> like his films are all consistently <laughs> so much better, and he writes and directs them all too. Yes, but nobody's saying he's a genius. So shut. He your is mouth a genius because we want more good and right films. <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like, like other great filmmakers have yeah. appeared since. I guess Nolan's probably in that conversation. Not that he appeared since he. I yeah. think Memento came out before.
0: He's fine. I'm not blown away by... History. Alex is.
1: I, I, yeah. I'm not going to have this argument because I think <laughs> I thought Interstellar was okay. I, I haven't it. seen Dunkirk, though. I do you have to go and see that one? No, they're right.
0: I didn't hear good things.
1: I heard amazing things. Yeah. Oh, who knows what averages out to an okay <laughs> or, or just bad movie, I guess, but yeah.
0: But this film is very cleverly crafted. Like Every scene is... The trouble I have with, with Shyamalan is that apart from The Sixth Sense, all his other films, there's not a lot of subtext going on Every scene is very literally telling you one thing or steering you in just one direction, which ends up being exactly the, the way that you need to go mm. in order to have the reveal or have the twist or have the story go. There's not a lot of leeway. Whereas in this, it's carefully layered. So you can, you can look at it at the literal level. Like A, a good example is the, is, is the scene where um, Malcolm has just met Cole in, in the church he has that little bit of Latin that he remembers mm. uh, Cole saying, and he just decides to translate it, right? Uh, so it's it's the translation as um, "Oh help me, oh Lord" or mm. something something like that. You can read that literally as okay, this kid is crazy and he's using this um, this method to cry out for help, right? There's also the foreshadowing for the ending. That no, it's it's genuinely real, and it is you know there is something going on. It's a it's a ghost. How on earth would he know Latin? There is something really going on, and it's also just a nice creepy scene where you don't know what's what's going on. You can mm. still you can still be in disbelief about the whole thing. What's you don't know what's real. Yep. You don't know which which direction it's going to go, and it works on every single one of those. You can enjoy every single one of them separately or all together. You should enjoy them
1: together. You should. You reckon? Yeah. And it's 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 weirdly yeah diverse for this director yeah. to have that. Normally, yeah, it is quite just in your face. Here is what it is. That's yeah. why I
0: suspect because this was his first blockbuster that he had a lot of people helping him in the background, yep. or steering him, or you know, being that barrier to some of his more outlandish ideas, which I'm sure all creative people have. Uh, just that he met with resistance and either had to justify it or refine it in such a way that it satisfied everybody yep. else, which I think he was. Um, <laughs> he didn't have that resistance later on because this was such a successful film.
1: Writing in, writing in subtleties can be—it's—it's it's difficult. It honestly is. Um, I've had a hand of writing a, a, pr- a promo video that's coming out soonish once we get it filmed for Ooh. for wrestling. Don't get too excited. Oh. But <laughs> I'm not going to go into—I don't want I I to go into any detail here. But effectively, I'm trying to write what feels like a waking dream from start to end. I don't want it to be known if the person was awake or was asleep for the entire thing. How dare you? Yeah.
0: You have to have it clear in your mind. Is he awake or asleep, Seb?
1: Oh, I know. But I don't (laughs) want it to be clear. Um, And like to the fact that um, all the scene transitions are happening in real time. For the actual character in the in okay. the piece, so when they walk out one door and we are now somebody somewhere else, and we have this little transition, they have experienced said transition not in a meta sense, but in a physical sense for them. And it's it can be difficult to kind of I, I have to write like, here's here's an idea that I I've got well formulated in my head, but how can I make it seem vague and open? Right, and it's 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 not an easy time. No, certainly not. So I can appreciate wanting to leave a little bit of ambiguity. And it, it always sounds like, well, it's less work. I'm like, no, because you you know the core idea. Yeah. You're not coming in saying, I don't know. I'm going in saying, I know exactly what's happening, but how do I make it not so obvious?
0: Well, I think the trick is, just like in this film, that you have to use language that is vague enough that it can be misinterpreted without realising that, that it's been misinterpreted. But it also has to be a, a certain kind of... You know, directional push where you can misinterpret it, but it should be in a particular mm. way, and it should be steered towards that without letting anybody know. I know what you're saying that that's hard to do, but that's certainly what what to aim for.
1: Good version of of this is actually kind of like the backwards version, but that one episode of Scrubs with Brendan Fraser, right? Yes. Have you seen? Yeah, yeah. Sp- I know exactly spoiler when. Spoiler alert about. for the Brendan Fraser <laughs> episodes of Scrubs, but yeah, when it when he's he's dead and Doctor Cox's. Visualizing him for the entire episode, and in the very end, do we get yeah. the reveal? But it's, in all the dialogue throughout that episode, it's when you go back, it is also once again quite clear that everyone is talking about one thing and not the other one. Yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, a small, condensed 25 minute version of this film, except the living person's seeing the dead yeah, rather than exactly the dead right. yeah. seeing himself. Yeah, I mean,
0: the first time in this film that it's um, that that's uh, used is when Cole comes home. And Malcolm and his mother are just sitting there. Now his mother is just sitting there, waiting for him to come home. Mm. She's got her bunny slippers on, which you kind of see uh, in a in a in a quick shot at the at the at the bottom of the frame. So if you're not paying attention, you might not notice. But I did this time. Mm. And yeah, if she's sitting there with a psychologist, why would she be wearing her little bunny slippers? No, she's just comfortable and she's just waiting for a, for a boy to come home. Yeah. But again, it, it's done vague enough. They're both just sitting there quietly, just waiting for him. She says you have an hour, okay. She doesn't say you have an hour to play. She says you have an hour, which you can interpret as okay. You've got an hour with uh, with Malcolm mm. now, so you know until dinner's ready or he has to leave or whatever it is. Yep. It's very cleverly done.
1: Little things too, like reaching for the check when Cole's with his wife. Yes, <laughs> she's ignoring him because they're having a fight. Exactly. But she moves. Anniversary. Yeah. But she, th- yep. <laughs> <but> she <laughs> mo- bastard. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. <laughs> it is sad. Yeah, but it's good.
0: And with, um, and with a great payoff at the end where she drops his ring and yeah. he looks to her hand she's still got her ring on then he looks at his hand and oh my god it's my ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really nicely done. Um, There was one scene that I particularly liked and it was when um, oh I keep forgetting the kid's name. What's the kid's name? Cole. I thought Cole was the, was the adult. Maybe not. No, I thought so too.
0: Yeah, I've of
1: <laughs> No, he's Malcolm Crow. Crow, thank you. And the kid is Cole Sear. So this is when Cole's with his mum in the car in the traffic jam? Yes.
0: Yeah. Right, right at the end of the film, yeah. but in the trailer it's the first thing it's you the said, fa- yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, good stuff. I like that. the mm. um, little set up with the, I did think the lady the, the lady with the bike helmet and the blood stuff was weirdly shot though.
0: Eh, but it's over so quickly. You know, yeah, it's it it, it's just a reveal for the audience that yes, you know, she's there and she's mm. now, I don't know.
1: She looked observer. pissed off. <laughs> she legitimately <laughs> looked so cross. I was like, oh no. Well, imagine finding out that you just died. Yeah, but also if you're walking around as a ghost, you're like, well, at least I'm not in yeah, hell. They at don't least n- I'm not nothing. They don't
0: know they're a ghost. Well, then they don't know they're dead either. Not until Haley Joel Osment reveals that, oh, by the way, she died. And oh, thanks thanks for not, <laughs> not preparing me for that one. Just blurt it out, why don't you? <laughs> at least he's Spoilers. Nice. Why did he never tell Bruce? What do you mean? Well, I think he knew. Now, I wanted to talk about this. Mm. Did uh, did Cole know through the whole film, right from the very beginning, that he was talking to a ghost? Because he can recognise it. I he assume gets the, so. yeah. He gets the, the, the goosebumps, the little hairs on, on the neck. He feels it's cold. Of course he's going to recognise mm. that he's talking to a ghost. But why would he all of a sudden take a chance on, or just talk to him and not be scared? Is it because Bruce Willis... Isn't coming at him, you know? All I mean, that's possibly it. Freaky or vomiting or having, you know, obvious wound because it is behind his back.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he's wearing his coat. That's true. He's wearing his coat. When he meets him. For the entire freaking movie but almost. he was
0: shot in his shirt.
1: Yeah. That's a good question. I'm actually not sure. My, I suspect he did. He knew and but didn't tell?
0: He knew and he got the idea to help him realise that, that he'd been dead all, all the time. Um... But maybe got the sense that he could be helped along the way too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's that, That's just another bit of clever writing where you can interpret it both ways as okay. either he did know or he didn't, and it doesn't matter.
1: I mean, to be fair, he did that. That f- the very famous scene that we avoided talking about the icy dead people scene. <laughs> it's a good
0: scene. It is. It's but
1: built up so nicely. You could argue he was telling him in yeah. that scene. This is that whole. I knew your father, Luke. <laughs> you know, Star Wars thing? You know, I fought with him in the Clone Wars. Uh, your father is dead. I meant metaphorically dead. Your father's very much alive. This is that bullshit. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. seeing dead people all the time. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. right now, <laughs> maybe. No, you're like, so you could argue he gave him like some sort of old Alchemist um, wisdom there. But yeah.
0: You know, Anakin, <laughs> I can even help pregnant women come back, <laughs> stay alive. <laughs> oh, well, really? Let's tell me more about that.
1: Um, well, I'm happy to move on to the verdict. So and you you have any like pressing like This is the scene that needs all the detail.
0: No, nothing. I, I mean, I I really liked the uh, the scene where uh, Malcolm is explaining what free association is. Yep. Um, And talking with Cole about it, and just saying, yeah, you just get a just get a pen in your hand and start. Scribbling or whatever, and eventually you'll start writing things without paying attention to it that you don't even know. Mm. That's all happening, you know, cutting in and out, um, very, very slowly, um, with it being narrated over. Cole's mother just going around the house and getting getting laundry. She notices the same sparkle in all the pictures, which I I buy. Mm. You could you could have things hanging up for for years before you notice hold on there's something weird about all these things i've never noticed that that before and then she finds as he's talking about free association the papers and you know the yeah. the the writing is very much different from from all the other writing and it's yeah she's a little bit terrified by it i like i like the whole mm, setup i think it's good. very nicely done again another scene where you're t- you're telling the audience one thing one part of the story but you're also telling them a lot more without actually mentioning it like yep. this is this is uh, Cole's mother discovering that there is something creepy about her son. Mm. You know, he's either he's not all there, or he's he's troubled and he's not telling her something that's 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 really going on. He, or has, he's he, right. he has ideas, or yeah, he could be. He could be right all along. We yeah. don't know. Good stuff. But, but she's also discovering along the way. All the while, it's just laying out the fact that you know Cole is just a uh, just channeling. Mm. either the spirits or some ideas that he's holding whatever sweet very nicely done well done shamalan
1: yeah let's continue this streak next week right (laughs) 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 all right well let's move into verdicts i think we both know where we're going with this one though but to be the man
0: you gotta beat the man and i'm saying woo, right here i'm the
1: man you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to. want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus.
0: I enjoyed it much more than I remember um, enjoying this film. I liked it when it first came out. I don't think I understood it that well. Mm. Um, I was, what, 17 at the time? Yep. When, when, I, when I first saw this. Was, 16, 17?
1: Yeah, I was eight when this came out. So <clears throat> and I Did you was... see it then? No, no, I, I saw it like a year or two later, so I was maybe 10 or 11. At still a young kid. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think I'd I, I consider myself a, a kid at that age too. I'd come to appreciate films a lot more um, than I certainly did then. I, and I remember liking it. I, ju- I just think I noticed more this this time around. I noticed mm. all the subtleties a lot more and appreciated all the all the ambiance, all the atmosphere, all the the music. You, yeah. you don't even notice the music in a lot of scenes. Some scenes don't have any music. And thinking back now, um, the only the only time I noticed there was no music was in that was a, was in one of the final scenes where he's in in the car with his mother, yeah. And there's no music playing during all of it, and that's and that's nice. But in other scenes, there is creepy music sort of mm-hmm. playing in the background just to set the atmosphere, and, and you don't notice it because it just fits in so well.
1: Having not seen every Shyamalan film, that's I mean, kind of the point of all this. <laughs> I've enjoyed the music in most of them. I really like the score in Unbreakable, yeah. and by extension, um. Split and glass, and all those that that whole thing because it's all kind of the same music, Ah, yes.
0: But unlike those, this is
1: actually a good film. Unbreakable's pretty good. Mm. I like Unbreakable, it's so long. I don't mind a long movie. This is long,
0: no, it feels long. There's nothing wrong with a long movie, but Unbreakable feels Mm. long. This one doesn't feel long,
1: whereas The Happening Next Week doesn't feel that long. It
0: was 90 minutes too long.
1: That's true. (laughs) Um, (laughs) no, I, I definitely recommend this one. Um, it's weird. Like we always used to ask, is this film worth a second take? I. is this film worth going back if you've seen it before and watching it again? Because we're not covering new ground here.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, this
1: actually kind of exactly fits the criteria. Not just this is a good film, but this is actually really worth a actual second examination. Yeah, yeah. it did the thing. It it made itself better on second viewing. Good on you.
0: And I think we were talking off air with um, with Zane uh, a week or so ago, and he said it, it doesn't hold up. I don't think that's that's true at all.
1: I think Zayn is cynical about movies. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Lately, he watched too many. I think I killed him when we did all the X Men films. Right. I think I broke his spirit.
0: <laughs> but, but in saying that, um, knowing the the reveal, knowing the twist, mm. um, it still comes up very naturally and organically, and it still works brilliantly. No, it's, absolutely, it's very nicely crafted. It's like. It's like a, a symphony where all the notes are in exactly the right. It, it's like a Mozart, mm. you know. All the notes are in exactly the right place. And remove any one of them, and you don't have, you don't have the magic.
1: Oh, I, I have a fun one. It's that Mr. Burns has every disease in the world thing. <laughs> no, so like, <laughs> like the diseases can't get in and kill him, so he's invincible. Yeah, but that's a bad thing. Uh, and he's invincible. Yeah, yeah Mr. Burns <laughs> is, is invincible. invincible. <laughs> yep. All right, um,
0: find us. Yes, On- thank you. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> On Instagram at Second Take Podcast. And if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Um, my name's live- Alex. <laughs> and what you got
1: to do is open up your, your computer and slam your head against the keyboard. Oh, wait, sorry. Open your internet and then slam your head yeah. against the keyboard. Press the Facebook button. Yep. And then from the Facebook button, sp- using Press only your second- nose and tongue, <laughs> spell out Second Take and go there. Um If you want to send us an email, we have secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Website, secondtakepodcast.com. And I want to say that's it. No, there is one more. Um, If you'd like to support the show, we have our Patreon, patreon.com slash secondtake. We did it. All right. And you should do it too. Absolutely. So we'll be back on Wednesday with a variety hour. And then on Monday with the the real magnum opus here of The Happening. Yeah. All right, we'll see you then. At Irish Life Health, we reward you for embracing a healthier lifestyle. With our benefit plan, you can get up to €250 back on things like fitness wearables, gym membership, or sports club membership, like your local GAA club. Search Irish Life Health. We know Irish life. We are Irish Life Health. Irish Life Health Act is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Call us to see exactly what's covered. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?